Let's change gears for a minute. The third hour is open, as it always is on a Friday. It is uh, all yours at 866-95-PATRIOT. You can weigh in on my social media at David Webb Show. And as recommended, and I was already planning to, but just to let you know, Dr. Robert Malone, I've reached out. Uh, Hopefully he will be able to join us uh, as we discuss mRNA technologies, the inventor. So that's a pretty good point to start with. Uh, joining me now, Representative Ralph Norman from uh, South Carolina. A couple of issues coming out of the White House. One, questions on why vaccinated Americans must wear masks. And at the same time, in contrast, infected migrants released into Texas towns. So, Representative Norman, the, the contrast and contradiction is clear that the White House will not answer the questions on how the Biden administration can justify asking vaccinated Americans who were told this was the solution to wear masks while their policy and their directives forces the Border Patrol to release infected migrants into Texas towns. Can you help us reconcile this? It's it's hypocrisy. Um, And I will tell you, being up here in Washington, D.C., they're weaponizing their position of power, whether it's Nancy Pelosi or whoever's running Joe Biden, whoever's feeding him what he needs to do because he's incapable. Uh, But, no, it's a uh, complete uh, it's a, it's a complete reversal of his words, and all all he's saying is words. They don't believe any of this. Uh, in their minds, they uh, they want to just put more people on the government po- payroll. He, here's the coming the, the coming attractions for America, as, as I see it. Uh, we've got COVID forever. We've got more lockdowns, uh, be in schools, be it businesses. And their aim is, just like with the uh, opening up our borders, is to admit and legalize. It's a million and a half now. Uh, his goal is to is to to register to vote with driver's licenses and, and putting them in line for becoming citizens for 8 million people. And, Let's uh, stay it's, it's focused in D.C. for a moment because that's part of the strategy. By the way, it's deliberate. It's a deliberate uh, decision to allow or to force, and it's, and it's not any other way, force uh, Border Patrol to release these infected uh, illegal aliens into the communities, not just in Texas, but sh- potentially shipping them all over the country by airplane, by bus or otherwise. That's deliberate. Now let's go to the body of which you're a part and this uh bifurcated system in this country where we have it now dc capitol police have issued a memo a memo right the chief chief manger uh issuing a memo that uh you're being essentially given one chance if you're a citizen and you're in the capitol or a staffer to put on a mask if you encounter a dc capitol police officer if you're a congressman They just report you to the sergeant at arms. Now, on basic, basic level here, that is a two, that is two systems of a non-law, which Nancy Pelosi wants to claim to use. You talk about power. So one, are you going to wear your mask if you choose? I'm not going to ask your vaccinated status. I believe that is your right to decide to do or not. That's your medical information. But are you going to wear a mask on the floor 
or anywhere in the halls of Congress. And what about this two systems of the citizen will be arrested, but the congressman will be reported to the sergeant at arms office? Well, first of all, it's a scare tactic that she's using. Uh, secondly, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. I haven't. I've been fined uh, 500 once. I think the second fine uh, is $2,500. Uh, I'm not going to wear it. They can. I'm suing Ms. Pelosi. She viol- she's violating the 27th Amendment. Uh, she's violating Article One, Section 5, that you, know, you can punish congressmen for disorderly conduct, but wearing a mask I don't think is disorderly. But, but David, it's, it's a far bigger issue for me. The American people don't, don't care about, you know, whether we wear a mask or don't. They don't really care about the fines. Uh, but what they do care about is what's happening to this country. And our cities are burning. Our borders are, are, are open. Uh, we've got an invasion going on now. I feel for the police having to deal with what they're having to deal with. Um, you know, inflation, try asking anybody, uh, uh, particularly on fixed incomes, are they better off now than they were? They will, uh, and they will tell you no. Uh, so we've got, this is just an attempt to politicize and weaponize their power and to put everybody under the thumb of the federal government. And it's as clear as day, and you're exactly right. They're doing it deliberately. And the Democrats- well, they are doing it deliberately, and they don't care about the response when there is a response. Understandably, you and I have discussed this before, the Republicans are in the minority. Failure for the Republicans, I still have yet to see those you know, lawsuits you and I have talked about. Uh, the lack of them amazes me. Nancy Pelosi is trying to impose law not voted on by your body, voted by the Senate, signed by the president, just in this mask issue. And while it's not that the American people uh, do or do not care, they can decide for themselves about the issue. It's what it presents to the American people that there are two systems in place. So what is going to be if any, a response by the Republicans in Congress. Will they all, as you are not doing, not wear their masks and dare Pelosi to go further and then challenge her or otherwise? Well, that's why we're asking. We had a press conference and asking Kevin McCarthy as the leader to put up a privilege resolution to vacate the chair. <clears throat> now, is it is that going to pass? No. But let's put these Democrats on record of voting uh, for a leader of the Democratic Party, Ms. Pelosi, who is destroying the country, and they know it. But as you say, they're doing it deliberately. That's the first step. Secondly, we're doing everything we can do from marching down to the Senate to demonstrating publicly uh, that this is just wrong and it's a misuse of, of power. And uh, and I went to McCarthy you, and, and about this, the, the lawsuits that should be filed and, and asked him in conference, where's our lawsuits? And he said, well, we don't have an attorney on staff that uh, can sue. Now, the attorney generals can sue, and you can bring in the individual suits like I'm doing, again, me and Marjorie Green and Thomas Massey against, against Pelosi. But, uh, you know, we've got to, to, to make a decision of what, are we going to save our republic or are we just going to give in? And the good news is, I think we there's enough of us now that, uh, due to her over overreaching, that will hopefully uh, follow us. And and we're Freedom Caucus, and we're the ones leading the challenge on this. 
but we've yet to get McCarthy to vacate the chair. We have yet to get a number of people to, you know, take the position. We're just not going to wear a mask. Now, a lot of them do it doing it for financial reasons because they're doc. I mean, they're taking it out of your pay again, which is unconstitutional, and it's against the Twenty Seventh Amendment. But this lady does not know any bounds. Uh, my position is we either stop her now or we let her go, and it'll be something else. Uh, the next the next thing, as I mentioned, is shutting schools down again. Uh, and this this commission is all just a rouge. They hate Trump. They're scared to death he's coming back. Um, but they're going to attempt to steal it again, and they're doing it with illegals. Look, David, I was – get this. We were on a plane coming back from McAllen, Texas, 115 seats. Guess who 90 – uh, seats were taken up by illegals with a with a cardboard cutout draped around their neck, saying, "I cannot speak English. Please show me the plane to get on." We took a picture of one of the uh, forms, and within seconds, uh, we had an interpreter come over and say and ask us why we're taking the picture. We said, "Why do you want to know?" Well, we just do. I mean, they've got this thing organized, and it's to be honest with you. It's pretty frightening uh, what they're doing. Well, the, the, why, was, why wasn't everyone on that plane who cared, you or others, taking every picture, crowd pictures, and putting that out? I mean, show the American people what they're doing. They're trying to hide it. We have the whistleblowers in Fort Bliss now filing an official complaint based on what's been done there with the children. Uh, people have to step out. Those whistleblowers are taking a, a enormous risk, in a sense, with their careers. Uh, there are memos involved. So we need more outward action, even if you can't get it through uh, Pelosi and her power play. I, I need to move to something tangential to this, by the way. Representative Ralph Norman from South Carolina, my guest. Uh, Merrick Garland versus... Uh, Governor Abbott's executive order uh, number 37, I believe. Yeah, number 37. Uh, Garland saying the order is contrary to federal law. The order includes Texas's intent and the DPS intent to pursue all appropriate legal remedies. If there is trespassing by illegal aliens, they should be detained. If there is transport of illegal aliens, law enforcement can impound that vehicle. Those who cross the border illegally are subject to expulsion, and even Title 42 comes into play. The governor is stepping up where the federal government has failed. I don't expect action from the Democrats, but I expect a reaction. Has the Republican caucus begun to organize to support Governor Abbott? Absolutely, and I applaud Governor Abbott, Abbott for what he's doing. He's stepping out. Now, Texas has been under attack since uh, Ted Cruz won his election, what, three, four years ago? Uh, and, you know, they're after Texas like they were with California because of the Electoral College. So, and he's directly affected with, you know, being adjacent to, to the border and, and having his towns being overrun and the police department being basically taken. Uh, hostage by the the immigrants, but no, he's. Um, uh, I, it didn't surprise me about Merrick Garland. They are, uh, you know, as if, if I'm thinking right, the states formed the federal government. The federal government did not form the states, and so he's got every right to do it. But he's going to have to fight, and all of the Texas delegation, and really all of our caucuses behind them, 
uh, and he will fight it. And everything the lieutenant from the lieutenant governor on uh, to the legislature will do the best they can with it to enforce it. But uh, get this: <clears throat> they are taking, they're they're shipping these illegals on military planes. They're doing it anyway. It's the 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 record number of of, of immigrants that are leaving the ship. Uh, and going coming to cities and uh, all over America is is astounding, and that's what's so. I mean, they're doing it regardless of the lawsuit, and I mean, and it's up to Texas to stop it. Hopefully, uh, they're building the fence as as Trump was trying to do. Some private citizens has, have stepped up, but they're doing it out of necessity because you talk to the ranchers down there, you talk to the law enforcement, they're they're getting overrun. Uh, we're over a million three as we speak today, but Garland's actions didn't surprise me, uh, and Abbott's actions did not surprise me. And you're gonna have other states probably doing the same thing because um, they're they're going they're coming to South Carolina. They're coming to every community, every red state is where these uh, a lot of these immigrants are going. Uh, exit question for you, Representative Norman. Uh, do you think that Kevin McCarthy, given this action by Merrick Garland against the citizens of Texas, the governor is simply the point man, do you think this will warrant more than the press conference mention? Will there be any legal action out of Leader McCarthy? The only thing we can do, David, is in conference is, is to say take a bolder approach, uh, try to get within his powers as a minority leader to get other groups to join the lawsuit. That's the only thing we can do. We're doing that with the vacate the chair, with the speaker and others, and uh, hopefully he will he'll come on board. As of now, I haven't heard of any action. We haven't had any meetings. We haven't had any uh any uh public appearances or rallies to do that uh but hopefully he will do that and we're going to give him a good opportunity would you do me a favor and just tell him you don't even need a lawyer to enjoin a lawsuit first year (laughs) law students know this anyone who has any knowledge of law knows this 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 has gotten ridiculous it really is And the frustration I have is the frustration of the American people, this patriot audience, that here's this. He doesn't even he doesn't have a lawyer on staff. They've got the budget, number one, and he doesn't even need a lawyer to enjoin a lawsuit. A first I'll send I will send a first year law student. I will find one and send one there to write this for him. That would be excellent. If you would do that, uh, you've got. I assume you've got all my contacts. I will not only read it and get it to him personally to his office. We've got a conference meeting set up in two weeks, I think, or uh, we're coming back here to to vote on some idiotic language uh, or bills. But yeah, get that to me, and I will be more than happy to hand deliver it plus present it to him at conference. All right, you're going to get it. I'm going to speak to my attorney friends. We're going to put this together. They're going to revert, see this under the Constitution, rules of the House, and what he can or cannot do. Representative Ralph Norman from South Carolina. Thank you, sir. Thank you, David. Appreciate it.